Hi, everyone. Back in the States. We know what time it is. <laughs> oh, man. That Iceland trip is still something for me to remember. But for this one, we're going to bring it back to uh, the States, a little trip to the beach in a Buick. Um, but, you know, the Hardings have had a history with the Buicks. Growing up, we had a 99 maroon exterior, maroon interior, Buick Regal with a spoiler. I mean, we were we were living large, heading to Haas's and Chi-Chi's. And what my mom had developed as a tactic of, we'll say, parenting, was that if Aaron and I were fighting in the back seat or doing something she didn't agree with, she would hover her finger over the cassette deck eject button. And she'd be like, I'm gonna eject your ass right here on the 51. And that would really shut us up. And I quite frankly should admit this, but I think it had us pretty much scared until we were like the age of like Santa's discontinued. So longer than you'd think that tactic worked. And you know, she would, she'd hover her finger over that eject button. We're like, oh my God, this Buick's magic. It's like freaking Miss Frizzle. So I tell you that because by the age of 26, I got my hands on my own Buick. It did have an eject button, but for a fancy CD player and not a cassette deck. And um, yeah, I thought I'd get a car that matched my hairline. So got the Buick. And of course, as you do within the first month, took that baby to the beach. So this one's Buick's at the beach. And uh, I hope you enjoy just the chaos that ensues. Hi everyone. So this one is sort of another one that goes under how could this be possible? And I think builds upon our introductory story of barreling in on two types of wheels in that high school parking lot. It's a different kind of barreling and, um, you know, an expensive, I think more embarrassing version, but nonetheless, we got to tell the tale. So for this one, let's dive in. We are in August of 16. Okay, it's the big beach trip. So we've gotten the band back together. We've got some of the high school crew, a couple college friends. I mean, this is going to be just, this is the beach trip for the beach trips. You know what I mean? We've got the big ass house down in Myrtle. People are coming in on planes, trains, and automobiles. Some flew in, some are driving, raise hand. Some are, um, you know, carpooling, whatever. We don't even know. There's just, everyone's getting there kind of a different amount of days. There's like 15 of us. I don't even remember it. There's just a lot of things. Some people coming, some people going. The point is we're going to the beach. So right that summer, I had just gotten a brand new car. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, what did you get? Probably some like cool drop top. Nope. Got myself a Buick Envision SUV. <laughs> and at the ripe age of 26, I thought there's no better vehicle for a 26-year-old than a sturdy Buick with 12 airbags and a sunroof. So <laughs> I joke, but I, I, I like literally was like so obsessed with this car. I don't know. It was just like it had all the right features. I thought it looked nice. We had the heated leather seats, heated steering wheel, OnStar. I mean, what the fuck? Panoramic roof. There are some features in these Buicks, okay? It, you know, to the ad, that's not a Buick. Exactly. So Anyway, um, I get this car in June, right around Father's Day weekend. I am peeling wheels. I am so excited that now that we have this beach trip planned, I'm not going to not drive my new car to the beach. Like, hello. So I'm getting really excited. And a side note, the reason I was sprung into making the decision on this car is I had a lease on a little Acura TLX car. 
And you may recall the 2015, 2016 years of our lives where they had the Takata airbag scandal. <laughs> yeah, you're driving around in this car for three years. And then all of a sudden you get a notice in the mail that says, stop driving your car. And you're like, oh my God, is this like a cartoon? What are they talking about? Genuinely, dude, the airbags were chock full of shrapnel. So these little minions, they basically were like, if you, if the airbags deploy in the event of an emergency, you could die from shrapnel hitting your jugular. So casual. And then the other option was, oh, well, actually, a second notice, it actually could just deploy at any given time without impact. The airbags could just blow. <laughs> and you're like, what? See, so, you know, I'm like barreling down into town to go to my job. And I'm like, oh, you're like, have this like, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't good. So they parked that thing. And they said, well, we will give you an allowance for a rental car. So I was cycling through rental cars for three months. And finally, I was like, you know what? This is BS. I'm out of here. So had to get a little, you know, firm with the Acura people, got rid of that vehicle and its shrapnel airbags that couldn't be replaced for months because they're on back order. I get this Buick. I digress. Now it's August. We're going down to the beach trip. And if anyone knows my family, we are, I would say, pro status at a beach trip. And what I mean by that is we've gotten a good accommodation, but we're really good at like, let's pack the cooler down to like the four tabs you need to run the dishwasher so that we've just gotten everything thought of. So we're not just packing like a pair of sunglasses and a beach ball. We've got it figured out to live the creature comfort life. I mean, this was just a skill Patty Harding had really given us in our early years. So we pack up this Buick, and I mean, we've got the beach chairs, the beach umbrella, the cooler, food for the week that people crowdfunded, and we did a grocery run, booze, the whole bit. So we get it all done. The flip-flops are involved, and we get to the beach. So that night, we're leaving for the beach, and we had split up. So most of us being still in the Pittsburgh region, but then some of our friends meeting us from D.C., some from North Carolina. Again, we we're converging on this beach house. So... My buddy Greg and I hop in the vehicle and are basically saying, look, we're going to pull it old school Harding style. We're getting up at 6 a.m. and we're just, this is a straight shot to the beach. You know what I mean? We'll stop for a snack, maybe some gas, but we are truly barreling out of here on two wheels. Let's go. My other friends from high school who remain nameless, um, <laughs> they took a vehicle the evening before and they decided, okay, we're going to get a jump start on this sucker. We'll leave Friday evening and commute down halfway, get a hotel, and then we'll meet you there in the morning. And I said, okay, perfect. That sounds good. I'm not going to do that, but we'll see you there. So <laughs> one of my best friends in life, Rachel, she grew up across the street from me for you know those first 21 years. We were in Pleasant Hills. And so she's in that vehicle. And we were kind of like frick and frack of the organization of this trip. We kind of found the house, put our name on it. So we basically said, okay, whoever gets there first, it doesn't matter. The lease office will give the keys because we're both kind of co-authors of this chaos. Perfect. So Barney and Baby Bop from day one. Literally, there's a picture of that somewhere. So we get on the road, and I would say, you know, the first six hours straight through, we drove through West Virginia and we're on the verge of coming into Virginia. And so we pulled off for kind of like an early lunch, late breakfast around, let's say, 11, 11 So we stop at Chick fil A. And <laughs> next thing you know, I call Rachel just a spot check, like, hey, how are we trending? You guys left the night before. Where are you? I said, we're about to enter into Virginia in about 20 miles. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Where are you? She's like, we're still at the hotel and like wheeling. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, wheeling is like an hour from home. What are you guys after? Okay. So they're 10 and 2 in it from wheeling. We're now halfway there. So we press on. And again, you know, I'm a bit of a lead foot. I'll own that. You know, if for legal reasons, that's not true. If you're an authority listening, I go to the speed limit. 
Uh, but for everyone else that's ridden in the car, I think you know what's going on here. So we get down to the beach post-haste, and <laughs> everything's great. Everyone's arriving. Everyone's laughing. There's sunshine. We're cracking a couple beers on the porch. There's a community pool. We're laughing. Everyone's unpacking the macaroni. It's a great day. So we go on to have such a fun trip. And again, some people had to change out. So we had some friends leave, some friends come in. And right before we had one of those changeovers, we get this really, you know, not authentically organic idea. Because when you're at Myrtle Beach, what do you do? Mini golf. Well, we decide that night, let's all carpool over to the mini golf. So I think we were split up into two cars, if I remember correctly. And of course, yours truly, again, just jazzed to drive this little Buick Envision down the lane. So we go to the mini golf and it's one of those real elaborate ones. We're not talking about this little putt-putt BS shit where you get like a blue ball and you think you're cool and like the the purple balls. This thing has like windmills and waterfalls and gargoyles or whatever the hell. So we are having the best time mini golfing, 18 holes, and then we're in the cars to leave. So we're driving back to the house and all of a sudden someone's like, oh my God, there's Froyo. And again, on a humid August day at Myrtle Beach, having just played a solid round of mini golf, you're not going to not get Froyo. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is like, obviously what we're going to do. So being the forever adventurous driver that I am, I am like, okay, it's a green light. This says no U-turn, but I do think it's mismarked. I'm going to pop a quick wheelie here and we're going to move this car into the Froyo, which is on the other side of the highway. So the two lanes that we're in progressing towards the house, the Froyo place is just right there on the other side, but it's not a turning lane. It's like over, over there. So I go to Papa Wheelie and we are making the U-turn to no, no issue at all. But the issue is I had to kind of punch on it because while we had a clearing to make said turn into the Froyo joint, you know, there's some traffic coming our way. And I have five souls in the car, which I don't want to test those fucking 15 airbags that the Buick people sold me. But, you know, I've also had this car for eight seconds. So I punch it. And so as we're midway through the U-turn, and mind you, this is a Buick full of people, we're flying around and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Well, here, these Froyo people installed a curb in the middle of the apron that would be otherwise the part that's like depressed to the street level to ramp you into the goddamn Froyo joint. So next thing you know, we come in, Dukes of Hazard, ba-bam! And this motherfucking Buick, thank God it has that air glide suspension for the older generation. We come colliding into the place. And now, mind you, I'm going at a decent rate of speed. No sooner am I like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, slam over this curb. Everyone's bobbleheading like a goddamn nuthead, including myself. I'm honking the horn, I think, from just like, whoa. Then this guy, I swear to God, it was like a movie set. It was like, enter moped, man. This guy on a moped just comes like right past. And I'm like, oh my God. So I like swerve to miss him. Okay, so mind you, in the last eight seconds, we've made an illegal U-turn, punched the gas, flying over a concrete curb, which we've seen this movie before. Narrowly missed a man on a moped who just got, I have to assume, some Neapolitan ice cream. And boom, park it in a spot. So if you can think of that movie Christmas Vacation where he like switches out from underneath the 18-wheeler just to miss a tractor, just to careen over the snow, it felt like that. And I do identify as Clark Griswold, you know, at least the month of December. So we get to the parking space and everyone's just taking a hot second, right? Everyone's like, whoa, okay. Um, that was intense. We smacked our head at least off the ceiling twice. The airbags didn't go off, but our seatbelts are pre-tensioned. And now there's a family of four. We have to assume from Ohio because they're boring looking and no offense, but you know, what's really happening in Ohio? Sorry. Western PA fan here. So the Ohio people are on the porch licking their ice cream cones. Like, holy F these Dukes of hazards. Is that a Buick? 
that's really what they were thinking. They're like, damn, that thing caught some air. We thought that might have been a Bentley, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was a Buick. So we get out of the car, and I'm, like, trying to shake this off as, like, this was a total normal entry to the Froyo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rachel and the rest of the crew are still having a bit of PTSD. So we get into the frozen yogurt place. Everyone's taking it at their own pace. You know, that was almost a car accident, but it wasn't, so let's move on. And, <laughs> you know, I'm getting the, the crushed Oreos and the Jimmies on my frozen yogurt, and now it's time to leave. We've all had our ice cream. And we get outside, and oh, dear Lord, that family of four, we wondered why they were staying around. My front right tire hasn't just been slashed. I mean, it, it looks like I've literally had a stop from Edward Scissorhands himself. I mean, we didn't just, like, get a flat tire. I gashed open the sidewall of this motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, the entire tire isn't just flat. It's, like, a puddle of rubber. And I don't know how to explain that other than if you've seen a flat tire, it's flatter than that. There wasn't, like, a PSI of air in this thing. <laughs> and so I'm like, holy shit. So, luckily, thanks to my hands-on DIY family, I do know how to change a tire. So the only unfortunate thing is that tire is under the back of the trunk where there are beach balls, you know what I mean, rafts, chairs, and a partridge in a fucking pear tree. So in the middle of this frozen yogurt lot <laughs> where I almost murdered the moped man, we're pulling all of this accoutrement out of the trunk. We're having a pop-up beach fucking garage sale out of the back of this Buick. And I'm now jacking up the car I think people are calling other people to double back and get a ride. They don't want to be a part of this narrative. And I get it. They're like, <laughs> it's like Taylor Swift. It's like, I would like to excuse myself from this narrative I never elected to be into. And the line, okay, we'll get there. But anyway, so I'm in the middle of changing this tire. And um, we're getting good progress done. We're getting it put on the donut. We succeed in doing so. My one friend Morgan comes barreling in, I think in a Ford. She picks up the rest of the gang. Greg stays behind for moral support. We get the tire changed. I start driving home. And you kind of have that like post-anxiety event laughter where it's just like the giddy giggles. I'm like, holy shit, we almost really messed that up. That could have been bad. We that That's bad. And I now have a donut on my one-month-old car. Cool, cool, cool. So we go home. Everyone's taking a sip of a drink and calming down. And uh, everyone's like, what the fuck happened, dude? And I'm like, I don't know. We got frozen yogurt. So... Um, the next morning, I go out there with my morning coffee to just like, let's take a survey of this in the daylight. Like, how are things looking? So that donut's firmly on the front, and now there's a large lemon-sized bulge on the back tire. Now, it's not shredded, it's not popped, and it's not flat. It's just got this emerging lemon bulge, which I had never seen before. This was new activity on a tire. So I Google it. doesn't say to drive on it at high rates of speed for fear of blowout. I'm like, mother F. So what do you do? You call your dad. You've avoided it this long. I give him the scoop. He's like, oh, the fuck did you pull this one off? You know, same voice as the grill. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I just wanted the frozen yogurt. And quite frankly, whoever poured that concrete curb's a loser because it was like three feet extended into the apron. I'm telling you, like, I, I'm not even making that up. And I wish I had a photo of it, but it was it was jacked up. And um, otherwise, we would have been cool minus the moped. So he's like, well, you're going to have to get two new tires, Michael. He's like, one, you can't drive all the way from freaking South Carolina to Pennsylvania on a donut. Number two, you can't drive on that other tire. It's not safe. It has a bulge. It's going to blow. I'm like, motherfuck. So I start calling these tire places. Now, what you should know, and I'll save you the details, is because this Buick model just had come out that summer, it was a new for 2016 model. So it actually didn't have 
Like it didn't exist in this country prior to that. So due to that, there were certain tires that it had come on, which were, I guess, a touring tire. I don't really know tires. Um, anyway, so these people were like, we don't actually have that in stock. Like the actual Buick store in South Carolina was like, well, we just got these cars in a month ago. We didn't really expect to stock tires on them, you know, for at least a couple years. Totally fair logic. Um, I don't disagree with the logic. I'm just telling you I need two tires. So it took some doing, but the Monroe Muffler people in Surfside Beach, a little shout out, they're like, look, we don't have the exact tires, but we have very similar. And if you put two of them on the front and put your current two that are non-popped or fucking shredded on the back, you're going to be good to go. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. 425 bucks. I'm like, ooh, most expensive fucking frozen yogurt I've ever gotten. So I go to get these tires. And, you know, that was a 24-hour stint of like, holy shit, we could be stuck at the beach. Worst places to be stuck. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a donut. I have a bulge tire. What are we doing with this car? I have to drive home in two days, like, you know, fucking across six states. What's happening? So net of the net, we get the tires installed. Fast forward to lunch the next day. And we bring it up. Now we're laughing. Everyone's PTSD is falling back. And I said, Rach, you know, you seemed kind of quiet during that whole event you seemed pissed (laughs) i swear to god we use this to this day she's gonna kill me and she just goes in like this deeper voice and she looks up from her menu at the taco joint she goes i was pissed (laughs) and i'm like okay cool i feel like that's somewhat fair i'm more pissed that i just had to spend 400 and some dollars on tires but i feel you (laughs) so long story short we wrap up the beach trip everyone had a swell time and um you know including me and my two new tires we barreled out of that state and got home to this, I can't make up a notice from the Buick people. And they said, okay, you know what? We just started selling this car. We're noticing there's some PSI inflation issues with the vehicle and that your dash may be giving you a false reading of the car. So the tires could be over or under inflated. There's a recall. I was like, holy fuck. So I called the place and of course they're like, no, this isn't related. And I'm like, no, it's related. And they're like, no, it's not related. And if anyone knows me, I can get a little Patty Harding-esque if needed. And I'm like, no, it's related. So I submitted my Monroe muffler bill. And don't you know, I got reimbursed for those tires, I swear to God. And so um, I I tell you that story because one, Buick's trying to just change the narrative. (laughs) I do miss that car. I don't have it any longer, but I do miss it. And two, um, be careful for the frozen yogurt signs. I think what we've learned here is did we need the frozen yogurt? Hmm. Still probably a yes, but did we need to get it at that rate of speed at that moment? Probably a no, a good learning moment. (laughs) But anyway, Surfside Beach and that place will never be the same. Um, And really that's sort of where we are. So barreling truly into the frozen yogurt joint with two tires, two wheels left. Oh, man, that's a crazy one, huh? Talk about gone wild. This was Buick's gone wild. (laughs) Oh, that man on the moped, I can still see his face. He really was just about to lose his tutti frutti, if you know what I mean. Um, That was the name of the frozen yogurt place, by the way. (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway, I tell you that story because, you know, don't try this at home. But I genuinely could not believe that happened. And it's stories like that that I just love sharing. It's like, I mean what the hell is happening, Michael? Like, get your shit together. Um, Anyway, wrapping it up this week, I thought I would try something new. Obviously, the same spiel. Like, subscribe, follow. On Apple Podcasts, I will show you how to leave a review. I actually love 
reading your feedback. It's really, really cool. It's maybe the highlight of my week. Um, so if you haven't done that, maybe consider that. But the other thing I'll say is if you have a story that you're like, oh my gosh, this is a classic Michael Harding, what are you doing story, drop me a note somehow. I don't know if it's via, you know, Instagram or Facebook or text or carrier pigeon, whatever the hell you're into. Um, I would love to hear it and maybe add it to sort of the Rolodex here and see if it could be a future session. Um, I always love sort of seeing (laughs) what sticks out to people and what you remember. Final shout out though, to my cousins um, who are expanding our, our listening demographic. So we are now streamed in five countries, people. Obviously the US, uh, duh. And then the UK and Ireland were early adopters, our friends across the pond over there. And then last week, obviously Iceland, that was sort of natural, but now Brazil. So pretty cool. Uh, we're going international. Um, so if you know, it's like Pitbull, international love. <laughs> um, anyway, just a quick shout out there. I think that's really cool. And so everyone, if you're listening to this on a Friday, I hope it kicks you off into a great weekend ahead. And uh, spring is here. And I think we're all ready to just get outside. So have a great weekend. Keep listening, keep laughing. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye-bye.